Over at the Never Heard of It podcast, we've spent the last four years criticizing people's films and talking about how they could have made them better. Well, you know what? Now it's time to put your money where our mouth is. That's right. The Never Heard of It podcast and Night Shift Radio are making a movie. We are making a brand new sci-fi thriller called Somnium. Somnium is the tale of a brand new app, something kind of like TikTok, where people are able to watch others' dreams, everyone's dreams, anonymously across the world. However, our main character, Adam, starts to see dreams that look all too familiar, including dreams of somebody murdering him. So the question is, who is dreaming of murdering Adam? That's the question we look to answer in our brand new film, Somnium, but we need your help. We need your help in funding so we can pay the amazing crew and the amazing cast of this brand new film. Head to nightshiftradio.com somnium. Donate what you can, and if you can't, share with 100,000 of your closest friends. Someone out there is going to be a rich weirdo that's going to want to fund this film. So again, nightshiftradio.com somnium. Thank you so much, guys. We look forward to making this movie just for you. Wake up, samurai. We've got a city to burn. Oh, that was good. Welcome to Shift All Q. I'm your host, Alex. And I'm your host, Jesse. Did you forget your name? No, but I wasn't sure if I wanted to add, like, some flair to it or not, but I stopped short. There's an inherent flair to you always, Jesse. Um, but so yes, well, well, <laughs> welcome. Tell them, tell them what we're all about, Alex. Welcome to Shift Old Q, your LGBTQ plus centered source for creative fun and thoughtful discussions and news at the intersection of gaming, diversity, and community. So, <laughs> cyberpunk. It's finally here, but is it really? <laughs> is it really in a way? I mean, technically, technically it is here. Technically it's here, but I saw a really funny YouTube comment that I would like to highlight. Oh, do tell. By highlight, I mean highlight in my memory because I do not have it in front of me. Um, but to the gentleman or gentlewoman or gentle person who, heard, who uh, made this comment, I thank you because it made me laugh. It said cyberpunk. 2077 on ps4 is more like cyberpunk 2007 and that made me laugh because yeah it's it's pretty rough on last gen yeah honestly it feels like it's it's not even ps3 like caliber it's ps2 at best maybe even ps1 in some places it's like those um the boat people from Spider-Man, Marvel <laughs> Spider-Man on PS4, yeah. where it's like these are too far away. We just kind of need the the um, a suggestion of a character model in in this instance, but you're not meant to swing out that far and then get up close and realize that's the case. Unfortunately, that is the case for the NPCs up close in Cyberpunk. But I, I, I it's interesting because there's. There are reasons for that that aren't readily apparent that I think is part of the industry not being transparent for many, many, a multitude of reasons, business reasons, creative reasons, proprietary technical processes reasons, which I think ends up hurting more than helping in most cases. Like with this one, um, it, it did, I think it needed more time. And I think that the PS4 and the Xbox just do not... I, 
have the capacity to run this game. They do not have the processing power. So I don't think it's even necessarily a matter of, um, oh, you know, they really skimped and, and they didn't optimize and it, it's, um, it's like completely unfinished. Like this is a PC game. This was built for PC and then was ported to the consoles and huge sacrifices and compromises had to be made for that because of marketing and business purposes where we had to, um, they had to sell to the 100 million plus PlayStation 4 owners that they promised seven years ago this would go to, and then as well as the Xbox One. I don't know what those Because we got to remember, this was announced before the PlayStation May, 4 and Xbox Yes, May here. 2012, this was announced. <laughs> um, so I think they have a, honestly, like, for me, it's been running fine for me. I'm playing it on the 5. Um, it's been smooth. I've had one uh, one crash so far, but it's been running A-OK for me. It's been, you know, my eyes aren't Digital Foundry, but to mm-hmm. for, from what I can see, it's been a smooth 60 so far. Uh, how's it been running for you? Have you seen any bugs? Like, I've seen some bugs. I've seen nothing game-breaking. I've seen um, a mission I finished today. Um, I killed someone, and they were floating above the stairs pretty high. I've had cars floating <laughs> above the ground, and um, I had one of my—I uh, just recorded it because it made me laugh. I had one of uh, the uh, characters, we were going into a mission, and he got off of his bike and walked straight into my car and threw it, and I was like— that's not right. Uh, I've seen a lot of bugs, I've, and I've like I've seen. This Would you say that they are all, bugs. or the very least, most graphical, graphical or physics based? Um, all of my bugs have been physics based. I've seen floating cell phones. Um, I've seen two floating cell phones. Um, it's been pretty, f- yeah, pretty physics based for me. Uh, how's it been running for you? Are you? I know you're also playing it on the five. PS five, yeah, yeah. So we're both playing it on PS five. I debated getting it on. PC, I'm, I have a 2060 Super, so, you know, not, not like, an incredible card. Um, I'd hoped that it would be optimized better for the the PS5, that they don't have to worry about, you know, so much and, and all of that. But clearly the, the priority was given to the PC version, and um, I think a lot of that had to do with time constraints, personnel constraints. Obviously, it was it was under uh, a lot of the final production was done during quarantine. Do you think they should have um, pushed it? Do you think they should have pushed oh, it back? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yes. Both no versions, question. current gen, yes, and including last gen? and PC, current gen, last gen, and PC. This game needed more time, but they had to get it in for this fiscal year. And I don't know how Poland's fiscal year works or anything like that. Um, typically, it, in America, it ends, or for for most companies, it ends uh, what March thirty first. Um, I think even even a couple more months, like they needed the last They've year. Pushed like it back. they they had what three four delays? Yeah. Oh no, they had um, more than that. I think they were pretty close. No, to, it was it was, was well it if you count. If you if you count the first official release date of April sixteenth, twenty twenty, and then it went to September seventeenth, twenty twenty, and then November nineteenth, twenty twenty, and now December tenth, twenty twenty. People have been um, waiting so long for this game. Uh, yes, people who have base PS fours and base Xbox ones have been waiting so long for this game. I think they have. Um, if you, they either should have delayed last gen. 
Or cut last gen. Or cut last. But even though, and here's the thing, like... It holds the game I, back. I have a hard time with them with saying cutting out last gen only because this game was announced before last gen became... Like, before last gen was next gen. <laughs> like, <laughs> we've been waiting for this game for so long. Uh, I just... And um, I, I I think they they need to do better. They need to do better on that end. But the fact that it runs okay on PS5 and Xbox Series X, it's nothing. It's not like the the higher end PC versions by any means, especially when it comes to lighting and textures and things like that. But at least you know it, it's stable in terms of performance. Yeah. But for none of that to be true in the PS4 and the Xbox, like clearly, um. It, it was too heavy a price to pay, and it, it compromises the game, not just in terms of what it looks like or, you know, we're at 30 frames per second locked. Like, no. Um, it's, I mean, it's subjective you, whether or not you call you it playable. Did you see Digital but Foundry's PS4, PS4 Pro comparison they no, did? No, I didn't. Yeah, they did a, you got to check it out. They did a comparison, and um, so I saw, I was I was checking out, the girls on Reddit a little bit earlier before we started, and some people were saying who are playing it on the base PS4, they're saying that they're they've experienced crashes or experienced bugs. Yeah. But like, it's just been they they have been fine with the experience. I've been reading about people who are fine with the experience. They know that and they that's are the thing. on the it four. Is, they, it is subjective. Yeah, it's subjective. They know that they're on the base four. They know what performance to expect. Um, what kind of performance to expect, and they're still enjoying the game as is because they have that expectation. Um, I will say though, but that's the th- sorry. Yeah, go ahead I, I will I'll, say I'll though, like, even though that's true, I still think the game should run uh, better than what it currently is on the base systems. From what I've seen from yes, you know, YouTubers and and all that stuff. Um, I've been really tempted to load it up on my base four just to see what it looks like. I've been very tempted. <laughs> just download, just put another hundred gigs on yeah, there for, for a quick did, hot did, second. I know. I've so, I've already had to move. Like today, I was moving storage around. I had to delete all of my like capture, um, my like capture oh, no. photos. Like I saved them on USB, but I had to oh, okay, like delete good. them off the console because I ain't got no damn storage. I ran out. I couldn't. I couldn't download my Fuser update. I was like, yo, it's like three hundred megabytes. It wasn't that much. Um, Damn, that's tight. I know, but I looked at my storage and Cyberpunk is sitting there pretty 101. What? I know those two Blu-rays. I was like, Blu-rays are like oh, eight yeah, gigs of each. Too, yeah. They hold. <laughs> yeah, I, I did it digitally, and uh, I knew. No, oh, I, I, I wanted the map and all of the junk goodies. It's so funny. <laughs> I've been like complaining to myself for the past few years that games don't come with anything anymore, um, which is like a bummer for me. Like the days of. You know, like having a PS2 game with a map and a booklet and all that There's fun stuff. Postcards, yeah, yeah, I miss all and that. Stickers, yeah, and... they don't do any of that. And like, I was so tempted to get Cyberpunk physically because of that, but then me being uh, me, I was like, uh, so so one, I was like, I've been wanting to get games digitally anyway. Like I told myself before this generation started, I said I'm gonna get games digitally, mm-hmm. and then I got. Spider-Man and Demon's Souls physically, because I said, well, I need physical games, too. I need to have the collection. But then, the convenience of switching back and forth between games 
digitally is so nice. I, Cause I'm, I'm mostly have myself physically. Mm-hmm. I debated so hard because it was like, there's so many good things in this physical cyberpunk, uh, package, uh, packaging. But ultimately I, I caved because I wanted to play it at midnight. <laughs> Would I? I yeah. I really wish, cause there was no midnight releases cause of COVID. So I was like, okay, yeah, so I had to I pick it up the morning after release. So I did that. Then I had a tattoo appointment. I did not plan very well. I had many meetings, so I, I've only played about an hour, hour and a half. So we're, I'm just going to put that out there. Um, but I decided I would get the physical <laughs> edition with the free steelbook and stuff because I had a Best Buy coupon. Um, so I only paid like $10. Oh. Um, so what my plan That's is nice. to get it, buy it again digitally uh, when it goes on sale. So mm. I'll pay like... I would pay like another $30 because mm-hmm. to, to get the digital version when it eventually goes on sale because I was able to get it with a coupon yeah. physically. That's funny. That, I'm going to And I couldn't use the Best Buy coupon for it digitally because Sony took that away, which I'm pissed about. (laughs) You can only buy digital uh, PlayStation games directly from the PlayStation Store. They no longer give you the ability to buy at retail stores, like the cards or even just the online download code, which you still can for Xbox, for Switch, um, and some PC games as well. Because they want to, they want to monopolize that or corner that their digital market, so they can get all the direct Profit. revenue. Yeah. Yes, um, as the the storefront, I'm, which I get, but yeah, it's get not that. very consumer friendly. Yeah. Because I could use coupons. I used to use GameStop or Best Buy coupons all the time for digital games, and now I can't for on PlayStation. That sucks. That sucks. Yeah, I think they changed that last year. Yeah. Maybe maybe the year before. I'm doing the opposite of you. With, with cyberpunk i'm waiting for and i probably should have gotten it during black friday but um payday was not here yet uh i need to get go i want to get ghost physically because i bought it mm. digitally and i love it so much i want it a part of my just collection, for, like, collection yeah. physically and like that's the one thing that's just that's uh that's the dilemma because i love physical copies of stuff and games and all that but i mm-hmm. love being able to switch back and forth so like i got a little taste of that because i bought avengers and tony hawk digitally this year and just being able to swap back and forth didn't swap that much into avengers because i really like the game that much. <laughs> but um you know going from tony Rip. hawk to ghost better example um so much fun so much fun and and, and that was on the four that was on mm-hmm. four, base four. It's so beautiful now <laughs> on the five, which, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you're listening, I hope you are able to get one. And if you aren't able to get one, yeah, hopefully everyone you can. follow. Truly, like I set up, I'm trying to help people get them for their kids for Christmas um, and set up alerts on uh, the IGN deals, Twitter, and what's the other one I added today? Oh, uh, Wario64. PS- Yes, awesome. and PS5 stock. Let me look up what it is. So PS5 is. stock alerts? I think so. I like, like literally, was... they're, they're like, okay, the queue is open on PlayStation Direct. Best Buy is dropping at this date, this time. Yes. So it's PS5 stock. It's oh, like stock? literally okay. um, at PS5 stock updates because they are still going on sale virtually every day in some way or another in limited quantities. And if you can set those alerts up so you get push notifications on your phone and jump in the queues, like, Pretty immediately because it's not even necessarily a, that you have to 
jump on it immediately and then click and try to fight everyone to get it in the cart. Now, at least PlayStation Direct will put you in a queue, which could Mm -hmm. take some time, 30 minutes, an hour or less or something like that. And you can get one directly from them that way. And that way you're not paying above retail or having to buy a bundle or whatever. Listen, I understand the GameStop bundle or Costco bundle, or I understand the the retailer bundles if you see them out there. And, like, it sucks because, like, they're upcharging you. They're um, Mm -hmm. they're upselling you. But um, definitely, you know, would go that route over a scalper and fuck a scalper. Um, But with... I'm going to take it back to Cyberpunk real quick. Yeah. Real quick. I'm going to circle back there uh, because I want to talk about the character creator because uh, there's been a lot of conversation around that mm-hmm. uh have you made your character have you gone through that whole well you, you played an hour right so you yeah done, i yeah. think I've, I've played an hour once my character was made once your character's made okay because i also spent probably 40 minutes making my character <laughs> okay yeah i spent a long time making mine but there were there's a few there's a there's two problematic things that i, that mm-hmm. I noticed um I noted them as problematic shit in the show notes. Um, <laughs> aptly named. Aptly named. And I know uh, one of the bigger... One, oh, they're both big. But one of them is uh, when it comes to the gender of your character, uh, gender is tied to voice. Um, right. Which is, uh, you know, not cool. There's no non-binary option. Um, well, even... Okay, so let's let's unpack that for a second and why it is bad and how did they ever come to this conclusion that this was the um, thing to do or whether they thought they were being inclusive or not. Like, why is this the thing you did? Um, When you just as easily could have separated them out. Like, it's not like you had to do a whole lot in the back end and it would have fucked things up. It's like a database thing where it just, it, it they're linked. Like, I mean, I'm not a game developer, so I can't say for sure, but for them to have made the decision that they did, whether it was separate from that or from the beginning where they, they integrated the two, like that, either way it's bad. But okay, so say, so just to explain, the the masculine voice or the male voice is just the lower, you know, whatever, whatever um, voice is tied to he, him pronouns. And then the higher, more feminine voice, uh, which I'm actually, I love her voice. It's like husky. I love it. I like her <laughs> I pick, voice. I think that voice. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I, I was like, I'm not doing that. That's another the one of my, guy. that we will circle back to one of my criticisms. Yeah. So that's tied to she, her pronouns. Hi, everyone. Just a quick post production disclaimer that we'll be talking about genitals in Cyberpunk 2077 for a couple minutes coming up. So if you're not into that, if you don't want to hear it, uh, just feel free to skip ahead a little bit, and thanks for sticking around. There, So you can pick all the genitals you want, all any configuration you want in terms of that way. That, oh, it's so inclusive. Oh, we, we let you be a trans person, or we let you... Um, it, it's cyberpunk. We're like post-gender, blah, blah, blah. And yet they tied the pronouns to the pitch of the voice. Why is that? Because it's certainly also not how it works in the real world. Like, as in 2020, as far behind as we are, we are way past that. Like, just as a humanity, never mind policy and stuff not being caught up. But, like, like I'm trans. I don't know what I would call my voice if it's masculine or feminine. Probably both. I have an excess of gender. That's part of of my gender identity. But 
I've seen a lot of other trans people too, and I agree with this, saying like, okay, I have a deeper voice and like I'm a trans woman or I'm more feminine or Mm -hmm. this is the character that I would, these are my pronouns that do not necessarily match my voice and I have dysphoria around that in the real world. Why would they perpetuate that here when in the real world I do, like I am a woman with a voice that is technically deeper, sounds like this, or vice versa, I have a more feminine voice, I'm self-conscious about it, or I'm good with it, but now this game is going to tell me um, that this representation is really a woman's voice or a she-her voice. And you also have this game that has, you have these inclusive options already within the creator. You have pretty, like, um, you know, I'm not a big, this is my first RPG Pretty much, like, I'm more of an action-adventure third-person kind of guy, so this is new for me. But even within character character creators, which I've seen plenty of, um, mm-hmm. I haven't seen these kinds of options with, you know, your genitals and all that such. And this is a game where you literally... It's literally about modding your body, replace... Like, it's literally about body modification. And the cool thing of that, of this kind of feature, is that gender is really sort of irrelevant at this point. Um, or at least I guess that's the nice thinking. Well, the, the way you, the, the human body is as, as, yeah, as traditionally imagined is irrelevant at this point, you know, like this, this game is very much like we have transcended the corporal form. Just look at Johnny Silverhand. He has no body. <laughs> he, his consciousness, the whole thing is like, okay, your consciousness can be on a chip. You can trans, you, you've got this thing that gives kind of grants oh, immortality. Wow. I, didn't, I didn't, I didn't get there yet. <laughs> Well, no, no, no. no. I haven't met John. Yes, 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 yes. I have not met. I have not met Johnny Silverhand in the marketing materials. It's like he's on this chip. He lives in your head. Um, I know lives in your head. So yes. So I'm not. This is this. Believe me, I'm an I'm (laughs) an hour in. I am not. I have no spoilers to give you. I have not gotten past anything that they showed in the E3 demos. Like literally, I'm playing through the things I've seen before in the E3 demos. With Dexter Deshaun and all that. Mm. And I haven't even gotten to... I'm, I'm, like, about to get to the Maelstrom first mission, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I, like, just got past that because I've yeah. been dicking around. So I, I, everything that I am saying is, is public knowledge. <laughs> Not even from, like, I saw it on Reddit and this person was further along. The, no, it's, like, the marketing materials of from CD Projekt Red themselves. Okay. So... Uh, we'll just put that out there. Yes, it's not a spoiler cast. We're we're just talking yeah. about kind of the first impressions and the and kind of a, a little bit of a review roundup because there's been some controversy on that, but that gives us more insight. And that those are also pr- pretty much spoiler free, and we'll be mindful of anything that we think we don't want to spoil from those. But right, so so you can have genital. You you can pick. Um, there's another thing. You can pick one one vagina. Only one size. Only one size vagina. Why only one size vagina? I also found that extremely troubling. I don't know much about vagina, but well, I know okay, there's vaginas, more than one size. Well, I mean, like I think, <laughs> <laughs> and we, there's many, there's many um, configurations of vagina. We'll just, Th- we'll just say I mean. that what, yeah. whether you mean internally, like, or the external, which is what, what they call vagina usually, and that it really means internal. But so we'll say, like, welcome to Shift Thought Cues, <laughs> where Jesse learns yeah, so, about the vagina. <laughs> the one vagina in the game is like, oh yeah, this is just we're just like we don't really know what a vagina looks like. We're just gonna make some, put some like pubic hair on it, and have like. 
a line in the middle, and that's what that's what's important because that's the ideal of vagina, I guess. Now, when it comes to dick, we're gonna uh, we're gonna and then serve they it have up. so they have one vagina, no variations, no variations, None. and I'm like, okay, but they have a cut and uncut penis, and either default. So I guess they mean average. Um, yeah, because they have small, big and small sizes. So there's where is that, that. for the vagine? Where is the well, big the vagina? Bo- so where I guess you could vagina? argue, argue, the large you could argue, the argue that they have the breasts as the adjustable. The, thing. They have um, default again. I guess what they consider average, mm. whatever that means, small okay. and big. That's literally, that's how mm-hmm. they denote it all. Um, and would also uh, people have apparently been having issues where <laughs> it clips through the clothing if they pick either the big boobs or the bigger dicks. I have seen my my big dick has not clipped. I would like to put that out there. My big dick um, didn't even show up. I went and looked in the mirror after the first time that I could when I got back to the apartment. It wasn't there? It was gone. It was gone. I had a vagina. And I was like, you know what? If this isn't the way society sees oh my God. trans men, then I don't... I, this is a metaphor That's in itself. That's terrible. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Producer Andrea is quoting... Uh, um, uh, the Welcome to My Home video. Look how big my vagine is. It's so big I have to underline it. <laughs> Everyone watch that part. Uh, Welcome to My Home part two parody. It's is, very that, funny. is that Andrea's name now? She just producer Andrea? Yeah, producer Andrea. I'm going to call her Pa. She said she's going to put it in the show notes. Okay, yeah. perfect. Thank you. Thank you, Pa. It's, it's essential watching also. It's very not safe for work. Welcome to my home. So, okay, another another thing that I like. I think the the character creator is really cool. Like, I spent a lot of time. I mean, minus the problematic yeah. stuff. I spent a lot of time in it making my guy, and I spent a lot of time swinging that dick around because I was just so impressed with the dick I've physics. I've heard that a lot. The yeah. dick <laughs> physics are just so next-gen, so impressive. I really was just swinging in that thing around at full 60 frames per second. It was great. But I will say I was disappointed with the hair options. There were not mm-hmm. a lot of hair options for my people. Uh, there were a few. Um, and I had to do like a generic afro that, you know, the sides are shaved off. But like there was only one size, big and spiky. There was no shorter ones. There were no, mm-hmm. there was a, a bald cut, but there was no fade. There was like, there was nothing. There was just like very like if you don't know anything about black people <laughs> and you think this is what their hair looks like, there was just like dreads and then the afro with the uh, with the high top fade and like that's it. That's it. There was nothing else, and I was so disappointed because I was like, I don't. Yeah. I want more hair options. Um, so it sucks. What's funny too is in the. So you did the male, mm-hmm. like, hair set. I would guess mm-hmm. that they're different. So there were, like, 40 um, so-called female hairs, whatever that means. But so there were... So I was surprised at how many there were. But then, again, there would be... I, I would say about 10 of them were the same... Were the exact, almost the exact same, like, side undercut with kind of a swoop over... Mm-hmm on the on the side um and then there are probably about five more that were just uh, a a very 
kind of base, just long hair, nothing else really done there. So that kind of accounted for a decent percentage of it. But I was surprised that they had so many on that end. And I I would guess they didn't show up. Did you see those ones when you were make, doing the male character creator or no? Oh, I cannot. I, there were long, there were longer hair options, but I can't recall if I saw them or not. Um, I would hope that they were there. I would hope that options. Yeah, would be because there. gender is supposed to yeah. be irrelevant or at the very least customizable yeah. in this game. I just was instantly looking for hair that looked like mine because that's what I always do when I play games, mm-hmm. and I did not see much. I was pretty disappointed. Um, I hope they. That's like one thing that was like, mm, man. If I was playing this on PC, there'd probably be some some mods, some hair mods. I can like right. <laughs> do some. That's stuff. That's what they've but... had to do in The Sims because The Sims yeah. team didn't give jack shit for diversity. Yeah, I saw that um, recently. I was like, that kind of made me want to jump back in. I, I I've said it before. I don't know if I said it on here or not, but I really want a Sims two like <laughs> remake. Like, remake, I, yes. Like legit Sims <laughs> two. Go back to Sims two update it to like sims 4 standards in terms of 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 play but i want i want the best of both worlds anyways that's my sims uh uh sims 5 or sims fantasy. and our patreon you can access <laughs> <laughs> jesse's sims 2 rant uh, anyway, well, back, <laughs> and well, sign the petition yeah, sign the petition sims 2 remake but i guess to round out our our cyberpunk conversation we'll talk about the fun things um are Wait, you, what was your? Oh, that was your second um, problem with with the yeah, character. Yeah, that was creator, my. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, I have one more. I just would like to voice. I wish there were more voice options because mm-hmm. V. I'm sorry, V does not sound like he is ethnic whatsoever. <laughs> I mm-hmm. have a hard time whenever he speaks. I'm like, somewhat like V. V's voice does not no is not, does not past a certain shade. V's voice does not work. Um, I actually liked the female voice way more and was like, I could even I could even imagine this better than I could the the male voice working better for my character. And my character looks pretty masculine, but the, the female voice works better just because it yeah, sounds really like voice. <laughs> to me yeah. at least. That's just to me. Um, but also disclaimer we keep using female and male we we know better i'm <laughs> my bad i uh, we apologize um but at the same t- at the same time that is how it is presented portrayed and and what what we'll come out with our 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 presentation on how to fix it in uh, a future date. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> because I, that's no, the thing. We, do, we, have, we have constructive criticism yeah. also, but even if we didn't, we can call out what's wrong without having the solution to it. Well, I'm not a game developer. When I saw, because I had read about it before I played it, I'd read uh, Carolyn Petit's uh, Polygon review. Yes, yeah. And I, I checked... Uh, I was super happy to have that review out there. I, I read hers, and um, I thought everything she said was on point and mm-hmm. gave me a good grounding for going into the game, what to expect. Uh, 
<laughs> I don't like helping out the cops either. That's one thing. I was like, ooh, this is going to be hard. I had so many calls from this one cop you meet earlier on. I was like, I don't want to help you. And then I saw other things where it was like, hey, you know, stop this crime and you get money for it. And I'm like, it's that same Spider-Man issue where I'm just like, I don't want to help Apparently y'all. it's unavoidable. Apparently it's tied <laughs> to the story in some ways. Yeah. like they. And it's I, like, isn't yeah. that kind of not cyberpunk? Yes. I'm like, isn't this because... kind of counterproductive? Because contradictory, yeah, it's it it really that's that's the other thing I would say is uh, tonally, the game misses the mark. It's it's a little um, showy about some things, but then at the core, um, it doesn't live up to its work. Like it's a little lip service in terms of being like, oh, we're so edgy and we're so progressive, and you know, mm-hmm. fuck the man, fuck fuck the corporations, but also help the cops and um, everyone out for themselves and get that, get them eddies and all that stuff. So it's like, okay, like it, I don't know. It feels a little libertarian know, to me know, as, opposed, <laughs> as opposed to, <laughs> um, God, uh, uh, Jill Stein. Um, uh, I, uh, I'm about five hours in, about five hours in. And I like the art direction of the world. I do feel like yeah. I'm in Blade Runner, which is really cool. Um, yeah. I'm so excited for this next-gen version because I can already see a million ways that this game is going to look better and hopefully run better. Um, yeah, because there's there's also the PC version. It, it does look so much better, yeah, even PC than the PS5 and Xbox Series X, uh, which I'm... I just want. I am excited. I am optimistic. I'm liking what I'm playing so far, minus the the things that you know we've talked about. But besides that, there is fun shit too. In addition to problematic shit, there's problematic shit and there's fun shit. Fun shit. Uh, I think the world is beautiful. I there's the the you keep hearing people talk about the verticality of the game, mm-hmm. and. I was like, all right, like, I had expectations, but, like, wow, like, there really is a shit ton of verticality in this game. I've already explored so much on foot, just going up into places, and um, I'm having a lot of fun exploring. I'm having a lot of fun with learning the mechanics. I'm not a fan of first-person shooters Mm -hmm. to begin with. Um, Essentially, what I'm trying to say is, for me, cyberpunk is is a... type of game that I am not used to that I do not normally play and I'm finding mm. myself in high enjoyment of it. I'm having a good time exploring the world. I'm thinking about games like Destiny, Avengers. Oh, Games as a Service. Games as a Service. Games as a Service. That's what I was trying to say. Games as a Service. I Cyberpunk is not Cyberpunk that, is not that. Uh, but what I will say is that when I saw the menus for it and I saw the skill trees and stuff and talking about like leveling up items and that kind of language of like leveling up this grind yeah that grind I'm not a a skill tree is as far as I go like anything beyond a skill tree I'm like so like Avengers turned me off because of that um just in addition to it being buggy as hell um but it doesn't scare me and it doesn't scare me here in in 
cyberpunk. Like, I'm like, oh, I get it. I can level this up, and then I can do that. Like, it makes more... The way they have it laid out makes more sense to me. Yeah, so I would actually go as far to say, and this is a bold statement, um, Skyrim reminds me... Uh, sorry, not Skyrim. Well, I just gave it away. Uh, <laughs> cyberpunk reminds me a lot of a Bethesda game in many ways. Uh, the bugs, maybe being the first joke answer, but also <laughs> serious. Um, and that's honestly the bugs that I've encountered so far are all graphical or physics based, and they've been hilarious to me. Like I got out of my the car the second I had um, a control of my character, and the door. I guess I collided with it, and I fell backwards, and I took damage, and then I flew up in the air, and then I fell back <laughs> down, and then and then I was able to get up and walk around, and I just laughed. I I laughed so hard, and then I went about my game, and and I've seen a bunch of some floating stuff. I've seen some stuff missing or some pop in. Um, something stuff that's a little distracting, you know, to the immersion. But at the same time, like, it's not game breaking. It's kind of funny. Um, shout out to kind of funny games. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's it's been it's and so not just in that way, but also in the way that the skill trees are handled. So it's very Elder Scrolls um, and Fallout in that you level up skills as you use them you ha- that's it's not just some arbitrary oh i got an ability point yeah those goes into your attributes but the way that you get further in the skill trees for specific skills is by actually using those skills so instead of picking a class you are the game tailors your progression around your play style and um rewards that so and that's very skyrim that's very um fallout so I really do enjoy that. That's very much an RPG thing. I, that is not a game. That's it's. I I've played Destiny. I haven't played Avengers, but I played Destiny one and two. gave it gave it a good run for its money and did not end up enjoying it. And I think it's it's quite a bit different than those games of service games. The way that their progression trees work. I really like this implementation quite a lot. And so I I I would love to have you try some other RPGs because if if you like that. As opposed to what you've played in Avengers and and things like that, then let's get you into, let's get you to branch out into RPGs more if you're enjoying this. Speaking of RPGs, what a great transition to the Game Awards. They aired last night. They did. Can I say one last thing about Cyberpunk? Oh, shit. <laughs> I saw a transition and I went for it. No, and I'm. That, that's yeah, great. Go ahead. That's great. Um, <laughs> love it. Love it. We're, we're going to bring it right back around. But I just want to say, like, it's really popular to hate on this game. Um, and there are absolutely reasons to criticize and demand better between the trans representation and um, racial representation and LGBT in general representation. All this feedback, like, is feedback. <laughs> We're not canceling CD Projekt Red. We are demanding or asking, well, no, I, somewhere between asking and demanding. <laughs> <laughs> we are saying as a community, like, okay, you did this, this was not done well or was a mistake. Here are ways that you can do better, and we want to work together to get there. Because I don't know, I guess they, I would doubt they have any trans... Apparently they have no trans people on the team. And the and the lack of racial diversity and things like that. Yeah, I haven't the, run into the gangs yet, and I know that there's been some talk about the gangs and how they're kind of racial stereotypes. I haven't encountered mm-hmm. them yet. I have not seen that yet, but, um, you know, we'll see when we get there. Um, but like I said, overall, I am having fun with the game. I'm really yes, enjoying it. Um, it's really pretty. Cannot wait for that next-gen update. 
loving the, I, like I said, not first person shooter person. I'm loving the combat. I'm having a fun time. I was I yeah, I'm not a, an FPS person at all either. And I was like having so much fun um in one of the gunfights that I had one of the first gunfights that I had. I was like, wow, that this that felt like incredible. Yeah. Um and that is that is rare for me yeah. in an FPS. Bef- um before we before we before we move, what did you start as? With life path. Nomad. Hey. You too. Yeah, my fellow yeah. nomadi. I don't know what they call each other yet. I haven't. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't gotten down the the, the terms. Um, but okay. So, speaking of more games, the Game Awards. For <laughs> <laughs> last night. There it is. Actually, first, uh, we do need to run to break. And we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Sarah Sweeney, host of the new podcast Latchkey Kids. Right now, we're all at home, left to our own devices without any adult supervision. Each weekish, I'll talk to my fellow latchkey kids about what they're up to, how they're wasting time, and, because I can, make them perform a dramatic reading of a TV show theme song. So join me, wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Michael Fight, and I'm here with a brand new show called Fight Jokes About Everything. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we're going to bring up a brand new topic, something that's hot on the internet, because because I live on the internet. And we're going to take those silly things, and we're going to joke about them, and we're going to, you know, talk a little bit about the history of them, and talk about why the internet is such a terrible but wonderful place. So please join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for this brand new Night Shift Radio original. For more information, go to nightshiftradio.com, and of course, subscribe wherever you get podcasts. And we're back. Game Awards. Game Awards. They were last they happened. night. They, were, they happened. So how did you feel about your favorite game of all time, winning Game of the Year? So Last of Us Part Two, winning Game of the Year. Very cool. Very happy to see it um, take home a lot of wins that I think yeah. it deserved. Every category it won, I feel like it deserved. It was really hard. Uh, seeing the nominations because every time Last of Us was in a category, Ghost was right there next to it, and I was like, "God, Ghost!" Is, you love them both. I yeah. love Ghost so much, and I'm like, "Ghost is is uh, deserving as well, like wholeheartedly deserves uh, recognition as well." And I'm glad they won the fan the fan vote, so they you know they um, they know that they're loved. Uh, so it, it was a it, it was a nice that that both you know. They got the fan vote. Last of Us got Game of the Year, but I'm so glad. I'm so happy, and I feel like it's such a nice um, bow on the end of this year for that game, uh, and all the you know with all the virtual it's had and all the nastiness yeah, that's there, been shown. There was so much backlash to them, uh, and for them to go out on top is really nice. I, it's deserved. It's just it's simply deserved. The game is a masterpiece. I understand that there are people who don't like the game. Here's my thing. You cannot like the game. If you disagree with the story, if you don't like the direction of the story, you don't like what happened to your these characters that you love and have spent time with, I can understand that. That's fine. You cannot like the story or the direction. Uh, my issue is, and I think a lot of the a lot of people's issue is when that um, when that dislike or disagreement turns into um, a vitriol or hate 
or um, nastiness. Like doxing or of doxing the developers to, and the voice actors. Yeah, reaching out to people who work on these who work on these games and, and harassing them and doing all these disgusting things. Uh, that for me, no thank you. Have no time for it. I really hate that it shrouded a lot of the talk over this game, um, which is why I'm going to shine a light on that shroud and say congratulations, Last of Us Part Two. I can't mm-hmm. wait for factions. I don't know if they're going to do a third. I could see how they could. I could see how they couldn't. Either way, I just I love Naughty Dog. I can't wait to see what they do next. Um, uh, yeah, I just I'm very happy for them. As far as other game announcements, nothing really stood out to me. Um, nothing crazy. And I'm actually going to pull up the list. And while I pull up the list, Alex, what did you think about Last of Us Part Two? You know I didn't play it yet. That's right. <laughs> you did it. I just remembered. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. It's fine. I mean... I've heard some, you know, there's some reasons, well, one, you know, time, and the other being just the uh, emotional bandwidth for a game that deep and traumatic. And then, of course, it has, I know it has, um, just based on, you know, hearing talk about it, um, like some trans trauma in it with the the prominence of a trans uh, character, which... Love to see included. Uh, not all representation is good at representation, which is, again, I pointed Cyberpunk and a few others. But um, so that's, you know, I, I just really have to carve out not only the time, but the headspace for that. But I will get there and then we'll check back in on that. But I'm really happy that something you love so much and that you celebrate so much did get that recognition um, because that's what we do want to see in the industry um, is recognition for hard work and for innovation and, and progress in those areas, um, especially despite all of the vitriol, like you said, and the backlash and the people hating having a, a female lead or a trans character and being forced to have politics in there games like it isn't in like like call of duty isn't literally about politics it's so beyond (laughs) they playstation released an abby trailer recently yeah um who i mean at this point we can i i'm without going into spoilers i can mention that there's a character named abby in the game because it's now it's out there um also her voice actor won best yeah so that isn't revealing in itself Um, so for voicing abby yeah abby i'm not even going to get into the to the vitriol around her character um, because I'm so tired of giving them a spotlight because this game is so good. I just, Mm -hmm. the game is phenomenal. The set pieces, the art direction, the sound, the performances, um, the, the fidelity, the graphics. um, I mean, I have never ever, I've been a uh, hardcore, like, Naughty Dog fan. They got me. Like, I mean, I played uh, uh, Crash and Jax growing up, um, but it really wasn't until the first Uncharted that I was like, oh, like, I see what this studio, like, can do. And obviously with sub- subsequent releases and stuff, um, mm-hmm. they're my favorite studio. But even within that, like, if there was criticism, I would give it. Like, I'm not a fan 
personally, of Laura Bailey voicing Nadine, um, who's a black woman. I think a, a black woman should voice Nadine. Um, right, right. Um, but I still love that series. I love that character. And I like Laura. Uh, but with this game, I've never had an experience playing a game like I did with Last of Us Part Two, where I mean sweaty palms. I mean sweaty palms. Like, Eminem ain't got nothing on me. Uh, eight my, like, sw- like, palms were super sweaty. Um, there were moments I, like, paused the game and had to, like, stand up, take a breather, walk back and forth. There's, there's a... I want to say it's uh, maybe the second to last act. There's something that happens that literally caused a physical reaction in me where my hands were shaking because I was so anxious about proceeding because of where we mm-hmm. had hit the beat that we had hit in that story and just the the culmination that they had built to. It's so intense, but it's so wonderfully told. It's so beautiful. It's a beautiful story um, that's nuanced, and I think that's probably why a lot of people, and that's right, I'm going to say it. I don't care. It's <laughs> probably why a lot of people um, maybe... Had not, not all, but maybe some people had issue with the game because the nuance they either didn't get it, or there are some people who got the nuance and the nuance wasn't it. for them. But there were yeah. some people there who 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 that nuance did not uh, uh, appear on their radar. Um, it's a story about revenge and all mm-hmm. the ways it manifests, and all the ways it breaks people, and all the ways it changes things. It's it's uh incredible game so they deserved every single win that they got and every single uh uh critical acclaim that they've received and the criticism that they've received too i mean there's definitely there's criticism out there about the game that i agree with um you know replaying it again like yeah there are certain areas i would like to get to faster there are certain pacing things that i would like to but but i only have the honestly i only have those complaints during a second playthrough because I want to get to the parts I like the most. Mm-hmm. But when I was playing it the first time, I was hooked on every single word. The pacing was fine. I had no complaints. It's only because now I want to get to certain areas that you I'm know like, what's I'm coming. Impatient. Yeah. But like the game is incredible. Honestly, get, play it for yourself. That. See if you like it. If you like it, great. If you don't, that's fine. As long as you don't like it for shitty reasons that deal with people's identity and their appearances. And that's my soapbox moment on The Last of Us Part Two. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, no, and I, 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 that's, yeah, I totally hear you. Um, I think part of it, where it comes from, is like, okay, it is so intense, it is so traumatic. Mm-hmm. I have, I mean, like, that's not, not a part of my daily life <laughs> as a trans person. So then to have that represented in in such an intense way in video games, and I understand, like, it's part of the, they're in a zombie apocalypse, there's revenge, everyone's out for themselves. Like, it makes sense for the setting and the story. I get that. I'm not going to say it doesn't. But do I, do I, as a person who experiences not that, but other forms of trauma relating to those identities and, and stuff in real life, do I want to spend then my my time or my leisure, my entertainment, engaging with that kind of um, emotional, like, taxation, if you will. Uh, that's that's what that's part of a big reason, honestly. That's holding me back even more than time because I could I could it's carve just out the more, time. It's just a heavy game. 
I would like, I think I would like to see trans people represented outside of the realm of trauma because so much of it is. So I think that's part of where I'm coming from. But that does, again, that doesn't mean it shouldn't exist. I just want to see more variety. I would love to see mm-hmm. a happier, I would love to see positive, um, or a represent, representation in a less, you know, traumatic lens or or storytelling environment and things like that. But I will say I'll get there eventually. I will yeah. say on that note, Hollywood just got over their fixation on slave movies, um, so we got to push them. <laughs> yeah, oh, cinema's yeah, yeah, been yeah. around for a long time, and they, you know, it's. But I, I mean, I get it with 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 Last of Us. They're I can't. I don't want to say anything about because I don't want to give anything away. Um, I will say what you're. So, I didn't. You know what you said to that point of having to. It's always from a you know a, a, a place of of trauma and stuff. And I mean, the trans character in in Last of Us. I mean, granted, yes, it is the world that they're in. It is the situation that they're in. But yeah, it, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna say it doesn't make sense. Yeah, for like it does that come story, from, but, but it, yeah, it does come from that place. <laughs> Uh, I will say I love that character. Uh, that character has... I, I'm not going to say anything because I don't read it. But that, that character has... I will say that character has a great arc in the game. That's not really... The character has a great arc in the game. Um, I love that character. But I, I, I totally... I get that. I get that. You, you do want stories that... I mean, that's the same thing. I would love to see when it comes to, you know... Uh, you know, black people in the media, and the same thing mm-hmm. with queer. Obviously, hi both. Uh, you want stories that are just about our existence, <laughs> uh, that shine our that shine a light on our existence in a positive light. That kind of just show that shows us living. That's you know what I mean. Like shows us living happily and just yeah. living our lives. And it's not always let's talk about your pain or let's exploit your let's pain ex- for an yeah. Oscar. Like hello, Jared Leto. Yeah, because it's more for <laughs> or any number uh, or or Eddie Redmayne. Yeah, because who's it know, for like, at that point? It's for them. It's 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 and that's what it is. It's one thing if it's a a trans storyteller who is expressing something, you know, that is a personal experience or something that they can relate to or want to highlight and, and rally change around and, or, or, or things like that. But when when it's, you get to the point where it's like shock and awe and you've got all the cis actors playing them and you don't have the proper consultation and there's also, there's no, there's nothing outside of the, it's like trauma porn all the time. As opposed to having that variation, having that spectrum where, okay, yes, this does exist, it is traumatic, but we have all these other things to engage with that that are representation as well. It's like, no, it's pretty much only in this one corner where we're either one-dimensional throwaways um, or we're represented in, in these weird... Very shallow, or even if we're even if we're given humanity, it's it's only to show our pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You no, know, and I think that's why I I think that's another part of why I love Last of Us so much. I have even with Left Behind, I've never seen queer romance relationships depicted in video games the way that that series has done. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope. Uh, you know, I saw the I saw the cover of Deathloop today, and like I planned on getting that digitally. I was like, oh, I'll probably get that digitally. Um, I saw the cover, and I was like, Oh no, I'm buying that. Like, I I hope that we 
going forward, have more games with stories with people who <laughs> look like me and look like the rest of the world. Um, you know, playing Miles and... Uh, I'm trying to think of the, uh, that's that's a problem too. The fact that I have to like stop and think like, what other games are you? Yeah, there's are you so few. Um, <laughs> like, what other games am, am I a black person? Um, and and right, then a lot of them are like, um, and not to knock on GTA or Mafia as being bad games, but they're often represented. If okay, they have black leads, they have them, but it's all about the crime. It's all about the gangs and this one side of what society think blackness is and it you don't get that nuance you don't get that variation right on on more than just a stereotype which is well yeah that's the problem with i know people are having with cyberpunk is that a lot of these um uh gang members and the people that you're they're all like super super stereotypes um and they're not people um which i mean you know you could even I'm, i've been replaying the old gta's the um the PS2 generation ones. And like, even those, yes, are, have ethnic groups that are clearly, you know, nothing more than a stereotype, but that's Rockstar's satire doing their thing, which I mean, you know, has problems within itself, but they've made that part of their brand where that's their satire and that's how they, but at least they, they, they hold, you know, like white liberals and, Mm -hmm. and conservatives and they hold everyone in that satirical light, it's not like they're mm-hmm. just focusing yeah. on just is the difference. With that satirical. so, but you you but like where right? But yeah, that's the thing. It's like okay, well, where's the critique on whiteness if you're going to critique all these other ethnic groups as a stereotype? Um, just you know, yeah. don't don't uh, there are don't be one sided about it. Oh yeah, like seeing um, speaking of game awards. Um, uh, oh my god, what is... I'm going to pull... I think it's called... I don't want to butcher it up. It's called Season. I was going to say Seasons. Season. Oh, that looked amazing. Looks fucking incredible. It looks like a movie. That looked like... I was like... like a beautiful Studio Ghibli... Gorgeous. Movie game. Gorgeous. Yeah. I was like, look at her hair. Uh, I can see her curls. Look at her... Like, I just... I love it. I loved it. And I was like, I can't wait to get my hands on this game. I want to play more games where people... Look, like, me. I have been playing games since, what, Super Nintendo? I've, I've been playing a white plumber. I've played Claude. Or a white elf. A white elf. <laughs> or... Well, no, not a white elf. You never you never played uh, Legend of Zelda? No. Oh, yeah, no, I never played Zelda, so I never played as a white elf. <laughs> well, I guess but there like, are a lot of white elves. Yeah, like, what, I had what I had CJ and, and Franklin, and I'm literally trying to think of third-person action games where there is a black elite. I can't think of too many. I would have, I need to, I need to, like, make a list or something, but, like, there's not many. Um, mm-hmm. uh, all the ones I'm thinking of, I keep thinking of character creators, and I'm like, oh, that character's black. I'm like, no, they're not black. I made them black. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> they weren't that way originally, um, but yeah, there there definitely needs to be more stories going for. And I think we are going to see them. I really do. I think Last of Us proved to me, honestly, it proved it pushed the medium forward for me in so many ways. I didn't know the medium could be pushed. Uh, I I never thought I'd hear those topics or even see the see some of the things that you see in the game 
There's one point where I won't spoil it, but you go into a room. In this room, there are certain things in this room. In this room, I never like in this I I just never thought I would see certain things and it's just uh I really it really it made me excited now for Now I really want to play cuz so I want to talk to you it's about just, it. It made me so excited for what not only Naughty Dog is going to do but just what games are going to be like moving forward in terms of story and the things that we can explore. There's just and then Miles too. Miles also for me, when I was done that, I was like, that was another like narrative notch for me where I was like, all right, like there are issues with Miles too, but the things they did touch on and just the story, just for how it was, I was like, all right, we are we are getting to that that game, that magical game that I've been waiting for my whole life, where story and and. Uh, uh, play and and set piece, everything just comes together. So, I'm excited about next gen. I'm excited about season. And yeah, were there any other game award announcements that like shook you or or that you're interested in? So yeah, I I, I bopped in and out. But what I did see um, in terms of award, and I really want to play this game because I've been hearing such great things, and it's really cool that it won games for Impact. Tell me why. So that's from Don't Nod. They are the studio behind the Life is Strange series, which right off the bat, queer representation. Um, so that that's that studio, and they did uh, a Life is Strange two, which had uh, so it's like an anthology series, and that had two different characters um, that they went through, and now they have Tell Me Why. I might be wrong, but I believe it's about two siblings, one of whom is a trans guy, and they're in Alaska, and they did a lot of like actual like paid hired consultation with um, the indigenous tribes up in Alaska, as well as with transgender people and uh, who consulted professionally for the game and apparently it's done so well and so riveting and moving and and goes places narratively like you said the last of us does well maybe not you know it's not like a zombie apocalypse mm-hmm. or anything and then maybe the trauma that comes with that but certainly it speaks to identity and so it, it won games for impact and yeah it has a trans male lead and that's really cool because i can't think of another game that has a trans male lead or even really a trans male character other than Dragon Age Inquisition. Mm. Which there's like a side character who isn't even a companion who is a trans guy and you have to like dig deep to hear that like in passing. But I mean, he's he's well represented, but he's he's Uh, like a, just a kind of a a blip on the radar in terms of that game. I'm gonna have to put those. If if that. Yeah, I I do want to play it. Uh, Well, speaking of Dragon Age, did you... So yes, I did see the the Dragon Age four um, or Dragon Age. Yeah, I guess it's four because it has characters from Inquisition, which was the third one in it returning. So it's not like a reboot, unless they make it a prequel or something. But I don't think so, considering um, the narrator. God, what's his face? Um, it was the dwarf archer? He's funny. I know that his bow's name is Bianca, but I can't remember his <laughs> name. Um, but yeah, and then um, the elf, I, who I won't name for um, other purposes. But yeah, so that looked... I liked that trailer. I liked it. Um, that Bioware is always very sparse with their trailers, um, especially at this stage when it's cinematic and it's so far out. But I, what did you think of it before I 
give my thoughts because I've played the games and you haven't. I, it, looked, it looked cool to me. It looked cool. Um, I knew immediately that it was Dragon Age when I saw the elf because the last time I saw an elf was when you um, made me play Dragon Age Inquisition on PS4. And I was an elf <laughs> in that game. And so I recognized the ears. And I was like, oh, it's Dragon Age. But that's literally... As if this that was that, that, that's as far as my excitement went. I went... Ah, oh, it's Dragon Age. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you would enjoy RPGs. You really like story-driven things. Um, so, and that's what RPGs tend to excel at, is whether it's narrative written by the developers or um, like kind of environmental storytelling or organic player-driven stories. That's that's why I like RPGs a lot. But anyway, no, I, I actually really like this trailer. Um, and I... Th- think that it, it, it was kind of meta in a way where it, it the character who is a character in the game who is narrating he referenced the uh, what has happened already so that makes me think it's a sequel and not a prequel um, and that this is going to be something different that mm-hmm. it was definitely pointed out a different kind of hero a different kind of story your story so it seems like they've got something new up their sleeve and there was another line in there um i can't quite remember that i wanted to point out but yeah i it it makes me excited um and bioware you know as for such a like legendary studio has obviously had some struggles over the, the last few years and and now with the um with two Big names leaving in the last like week or two. Are you optimistic? Been... Are you nervous? Or... I am. No, I'm. I'm at least. I'm. I'm a little more nervous about Mass Effect than I am about Dragon Age, to be honest. Um, but that brings us to the Mass Effect trailer, which also was debuted at the Game Awards. Um, this was more like kind of the first. Dragon Age trailer last year. It's it's much more of kind of a title screen. It doesn't really get into um, teasing the game much at all. It just is to let you know, oh, Mass Effect isn't over. It's a, at the end, it says Mass Effect will will continue. Doesn't give a name or a number. I or thought that was like that. I thought that was the the name in the game when I first saw it. I thought it was Mass Effect will return. I was like, that's an odd. Oh name. no! <laughs> I said that is certainly an odd name. I said marketing was okay with no. that. I was like, mm. <laughs> and I've seen I've seen some flack um, on the internet about well, there's Bioware really uh, announcing games too early again. Which like yeah, but I think in this case it's fine because this is just their way of saying it's not over we haven't given up on this franchise we know andromeda and the end of three were received so poorly and people are like is it over is it canceled blah blah blah. um but they they show that they it's still um kind of something that bioware holds on to and is putting effort thought and time into and obviously that that'll come after dragon age um how far out do you but, think it is? Because I'm not familiar with Bioware or their games or their release schedules, so I'm not. Yeah, how, I don't how long know what do you think it'll be. I don't know what their current team structure looks like, um, but Dragon Age Four will come first, um, as well as they have a, a team working on. And I don't know if that's in house or if they are contracting out for the remaster for Mass Effect One, Two, and Three, which I'm so excited for because I really only got to play one. Um, I don't know how I missed two and three, but then 
you know, life happens. So I'm, I'm really excited to, to finish that trilogy. And then I apparently will have to play Andromeda because people are saying this is also a sequel that picks up right at the end of Andromeda, which I played a little bit of that. And I didn't think it was quite as bad as people said, but that's probably because I didn't play the trilogy and that was the height of the series. Um, but yeah, I think that's fine. That It's just kind of a placeholder be like, hey, like this is still a thing. We haven't given up. Um, look forward to it in the future. We're not giving, you know, any concretes because there aren't any concretes to give at this point. And I think that's okay. I heard, I heard, uh, uh, Greg and Blessing talking about it earlier and they were saying, you know, I'm happy for Dragon Age, uh, I'm sorry, for Mass Effect fans. Um, so at least they like are aware that something's coming. And I know for me, I'm not, you know, it's not my franchise. I'm not familiar with it. I know it's it's Xbox, right? It's on Xbox only, right? No. Mass Effect is it? Was it? Also on, it was also on PlayStation. Oh, I thought, yeah, no, I thought it was Xbox. Bioware exclusive. games are not exclusive. Uh, no, they're third, par- they're third party. Okay. Well. No, it's Bethesda that is, Bethesda. well, not necessarily exclusive, but is now first party gotcha. Xbox. Okay. So. Well, well, the little I obviously know of Mass Effect. I think for me, you know, it would I, if I was a fan of that series and and I know the history, I know some of the you know games weren't received well and all that stuff. I would be so excited. I love teaser trailers, teaser trailers. But like, do you think the game is is it is it two years out? Is it three years out? Is it four years uh, out? Like no, massive, massive. Like, the, the so the legendary the collection or whatever it's called. That's the remasters um, will be coming out this upcoming. I think it's somewhere around like March, um, so like end of, you know, I don't know. But anyway, somewhere around then. Um, no, this this next Mass Effect that they've teased now, because that's what they teased the next one in the series. Um, I not too. It, it's certainly longer than two, three years even. Ooh, because okay. I'm thinking okay. the fact that they haven't given uh, more substantial trailers for Dragon Age yet. I'm thinking Dragon Age is two, three years out. At this point, okay, is Dragon Age the one where they were sweeping over the mountains and they like showed this preview years ago? No, that's that was Elder Scrolls. That was Elder Scrolls. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, which is also many years away. Okay, okay, because like I I was looking back, not heavily, but at Grand Theft Auto V's release and um, the time between that first trailer. And when it came out, because I was thinking about six, and I was just you know thinking about time and all that stuff, and like I know for me, as a fan of that series, uh, if we if we were to get at the Game Awards like a trailer for GTA Six, and it was three four years away, I probably would be pissed. <laughs> I probably would be annoyed. Well, you just have to understand the <laughs> the timeline. So these are cinematic trailers. These are not assets oh, yeah, from the yeah, game. Yeah. This is not mm-hmm. in the engine. This is a concept. This is to let you know. This is something where because everyone speculates. Mm-hmm. Are where's the? Are they working on GTA? Or are they not? Are they working on the next Dragon Age or not? Are they working on the next yeah. Elder Scrolls or not? And this is just like, yeah, yeah. we are. We're, we're, we're not gonna we're not gonna play coy. We are. Um, it's. We're not giving any expectations on the timeline. Sometimes if they're pushed for it, they're like, oh, it's, it is a way off, because it is. Um, so they have to understand, also, at this point, um, like, with games, so, sure, uh, Cyberpunk, for example, was in development for eight years. 
but it probably did not go into full development until maybe the later quarter or ha- uh, or third of that at the most, because there's so much pre-production that's going on. They were the team is mostly focused on Witcher three um, for a lot of that because that was in full production around that time after it was uh, Cyberpunk was announced in 2012. So that takes a lot of time and energy, and and things can be in pre-production for a while. Like it's not like it's they're, they're building the world for eight years or they're making the assets for eight years. Um, and so that would be the case, I would guess, with this Mass Effect. It is in pre-production. Uh, so don't expect it anytime soon because they haven't shown any gameplay. And when it's in production is typically when you get the gameplay, like when, it, yeah. when it's in actual full-blown production. I feel like the longest... I mean, you know, when... Grand Theft Auto was to- coming out more consistently. That was the longest wait for me between games. But now, for me, um, since I've uh, when when it comes to uh, Naughty Dog games, like Naughty Dog games, I track. And so, like when they announce a game, I know I have about a two year wait. I know that. Like I'm used to waiting mm-hmm. like two years for a game. So, like, I'm cool with an announcement and it being released in two years from now. I'm cool with that. You've trained us. The, the, the industry has trained us to, to, to be on that timeline, that track. I'm cool. I guess the reason why I was asking that, because I was, like, regarding that talk, because I don't know anything about Mass Effect, if that game is three years, four years out, and you're announcing it now, I mean, it's, it's fun. Well, I'm it's glad not like we they know announced... it's coming. But I'm also, right. like... And they haven't, and it was such a, it was such a conceptual cinematic trailer. It's not setting expectations for the game itself. It's just like, oh, okay, Sim- motifs, symbols, the world, the universe, Mass Effect is will continue. I mean, that's like I think they handled it well personally, considering the expectations that they should be setting. That it is not imminently coming. It is just being a, a franchise that is. They are publicly acknowledging that they are going to continue to work on, um, because that was that is a, a question mark that has been since Andromeda came out. Um, so I think that's fine, and and the, it really depends on the studio. There's no there's no standard. There's no set rules or consistency in the timeline for announcing things. Fallout Four was announced, like. Announced for the first time, what five months before it released oh. in 2015. So it was in full blown production, late stage production at that point. But games are announced all different stages of production pre production, um, full blown production, late stage production. Um, uh, there are many games that are announced when, well, not as many, but there are certainly many cases where games have been. Announced and released when they are done. Yeah, I want I want a Beyonce style drop for GTA Six. Just drop yeah. it and release it on the same day. Just give me a Beyonce style uh, drop for GTA Six. That's all I want. Um, yeah, speaking so of speaking of the Roman numeral six, if you were to flip it upside down <laughs> and take away the I, what, you would, what get, would you get? You would get another game that premiered. At the Game Awards, you would get the symbol for Ark. That also Ark Two that premiered at the Game Awards. I, that was such a convoluted segue, and I loved it so it much. It was because everything I do is <laughs> it convoluted. worked for me. Um, <laughs> that's my brand. And that's how we like um, it. <laughs> I'm a puzzle. Um, I was so confused. I was like, 
what the fuck is happening? I said, is this, I said, is this a reboot of, of fucking, uh, uh, Dino Crisis. I was like, what is going on? Oh, people have been asking for that too for years. I was like, what is going on? I was so confused. And at first I was just laughing because I was like, that's Vin Diesel. <laughs> I was like, what is he doing here? I was just cracking up. But then the dinosaur came out and I said, well, now I'm sold. Um, I like it had feathers. Yeah, I like that it had feathers and was accurate. Like, well, as accurate as we know. And I was like, yeah, this is cool. And I watched the rest of the trailer. And I said, hmm, I'm intrigued. I've never heard of ARC. Yesterday was the first day I ever heard of ARC. Wait, not even the first I one? I never heard of ARC. ARC is brand new to me. So I am, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly impressed. It's cool. mostly on PC, but they brought it to consoles a few years ago. It's been around for a while. It was pretty popular, but it hasn't been really in the zeitgeist for a while. Ah. Well, between that and the animated series they like debuted right after, I'm like... Hmm. I may check it out. I'll see how the reviews are. And if the reviews are worth it, I'll go check out the first. And then I'll head up the second. And then I'll head up the, anim- the animated series. But Yeah, so it's like a, a multiplayer server based oh. um open world crafting survival combat, like dinosaur taming sit uh I don't know, simulation? Game. I don't know if that's the genre, but um, yeah, it, well, it's survival. There we go. That's that's okay. really the genre. Um, so, and it sounds great on paper. I did try the first one. It was, it's always had optimization issues, and the UI is like heinous to me for for me to look at. Like it's just like, <laughs> and they they've made some designs to say it's just that we'll just leave it at that. I don't need to get all into it. it <laughs> I. Was not a fan not as a fan. much as I wanted to be. I really wanted well, to be. Well, honestly, I was excited. maybe Vin I, will win you over. I would. I'm interested to see what role, if any, he actually plays in the the game itself. The way that Keanu does for Cyberpunk or Elliot Page. Shout out to Elliot Page. Congratulations, by the way, in um, Beyond Two Souls. And but you know what? The trailer uh, it looked very cool as cinema, cinematic trailers often do looked very cool looked amazing not gameplay footage that's fine i don't that's i understand that didn't do anything for me it was it was i was it wasn't until i saw the dinosaur when i saw the dinosaur i said i'm in cinnamon but i mean i gotta see i gotta see gameplay (laughs) that's how i was about the first arc i think because i'm skeptical now that's that's what's holding me back i think if i if i were in your position i would also feel the same way that you do i gotta see gameplay i'm very curious about this agree about this animated series because vin diesel's also in that and i'm a big fan of media crossovers i love it um (laughs) so that also has me intrigued wasn't but you know it was wasn't vin diesel in a trailer Last Game Awards For last Fast year. Fast and Furious, the game, probably. Yes, and it was, it was like, is this real? Is this a joke? Like, I felt bad for him, and because I was like, oh my god, this is this is bad. And he was on stage, like, yeah, guys, and it was, it was like, actually, who approved this? Who I, approved this? I think I just saw that in like a Game I, Ranks video, and they were like, this game sucks, and I was like, damn. <laughs> well, the trailer alone sucked, and normally the trailer at least looks better than the game if it sucks. I was like, damn. Yeah, I feel like he he had to like redeem himself this time that's that was my feeling around it he was like listen 
Get me in on the next gen game. And he did. And I mean, he it it was a much better trailer, <laughs> and he looked good in it. And I want to see cool. him with hair. I'm sure there's a picture out there somewhere <laughs> of him with hair. I'm just curious. But, uh, ben. No, you know what? I'm in my head canon. He was born bald, and he <laughs> hasn't grown a hair on his body in the entirety of his life. I mean, and I'm happy. I'm happy with that. I just want to like look at like. <laughs> I just, I just want to know. I want to know, Vin. W- do you want to try it out? Like, I'm curious. Maybe he would look hot. Yeah. He probably, I probably would be. He, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna simmer on that. Don't bald shame. Yeah, let me not bald shame. Um, bald is beautiful. Hey, I used to be bald once, um, and then I stopped. Um, and speaking of stopping, I'm gonna stop talking. Uh, <laughs> Does that mean we got to wrap it up? I think that means we got to wrap it up. But before we wrap it up, before we wrap it up, mm-hmm. I just want to say thank you for listening, yeah. Listener, thank you for listening. And also want to say, you. Alex, thank you for talking with me. And I want to say, Pa, thank you for um, producing. And Pa? Yeah, producer Andrea, Pa. Oh much she has an acronym yeah, now that, that is um, is its own word. And, and <laughs> I was like, your dad listens. And, <laughs> That's interesting. You know, Alex, you tell him where to find the things because I I I I, I feel like you you say it. You say you. I like it when you tell the people things. Can I say one last one last thing? About cyberpunk because feel it's free. Gonna be, uh, we're gonna be talking about this for a while. I'm so sorry. Andrew's editing care. it. Or Poor is Andrea. angry. Um, no, this, this stays in. <laughs> this stays in as is. <laughs> this is our process. No, but Cyberpunk. So, uh, yeah, we've been shitting on it, we're criticizing it, well, constructively, hopefully, um, and all that. But I do want to point out CD Projekt Red, great track record of supporting their games. The Witcher 3, we hold it up as this the, one of the greatest games of all time now, one 2015 game of the year. It released in not quite as bad of a state, but certainly in not the state that we remember it now. Tons of bugs, graphical issues, similarly optimization issues, entire quest lines that are now in the game were missing or broken, characters missing or dialogue sequences. They they added so much, not only in terms of technical fixes, but into like base story content that enhanced the game and made it the the great thing that it is today. And so there yeah, it's a rough launch. There's hope. But I have confidence. Yes, I do I think there's hope and potential. But I just want to say that because just just expect you know, understanding and expectations and listen, if you if you really or, want to wait, <laughs> just wait until twenty twenty six when it comes out on Switch Two. You can play it on, oh the, my Switch, God. on the Switch Two. <laughs> don't wait that long. You know what? I'm gonna make it. So just yeah, if you wanna wait, 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 you don't you don't need to. <laughs> play it on the Switch Two. So it's we'll not, be there it's at some point. But you can make you can make you know, your own informed decision. And uh, that's all I ask is that we be understanding and informed and, you know, then take it from there with, with good faith and, and grace and, and all that. Anyway. Okay. So shift all Q that's us. And you can find us on social media on Twitter at NSR shift alt Q as well as on Twitch at ShiftAltQ, where uh, once the semester's over and work lets up a little bit, definitely going to be streaming over the holidays and then picking up from there more and more. Um, 
It's just been such a busy time with all the game launches and all that stuff. But uh, you can also find me individually on Twitter at shift underscore alt underscore Alex. Jesse? And you can find me somewhere on the internet. It's an Easter egg hunt. You gotta find me. You gotta find me. Jesse Jesse will have the slow reveal when he's ready, yeah. and we support that for You'll him. You'll find me. And <laughs> I'll give you a hint. My name is Jesse. My last name begins with a J. You're just gonna give it away, aren't And you? <laughs> it's a word that rhymes with that sentence that I just stopped. So, yep. Find me. <laughs> oh boy. It's a, yeah, it's a scavenger yeah, hunt. Just come find um, me. It's not hard. I'm everywhere. Uh, pa. My, uh, Pa, is there anything that we <laughs> that we missed? Oh, Night Shift Radio. We're part of Night Shift Radio. And uh, now we genuinely, genuinely do want to thank them for their hospitality and support in, in this endeavor that we're taking on together. Um, queer, diverse video games podcast. Who'd have, who'd have thought? Um, yeah, so if please do give a, a listen to our other uh, partners on Night Shift Radio at nightshiftradio.com. And at nsrad.io, so that's nsradio. Especially um, second edition one. <laughs> yeah, that is Pa Pa Andrea. What a great, um, what a great show! I her, love Battlestar Galactica. Her baby, yes, it's a Battlestar Star Galactica podcast. Very funny. I have never seen the show, and when I hear her editing, I laugh. So you know that's an endorsement enough. You want to hear about Gaius? <laughs> you want to hear about? There's a meat chip hear I heard, about, and that uh, that that uh, perks Starbuck. my ears. Who else do I remember? I remember Starbuck. Oh wait, remember... wait! Apparently, oh, don't spoil, don't spoil. She's only two and a half seasons in. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> Night Shift Radio, uh, we love you, and we love all of our listeners. Thank you so much again. Uh, have a wonderful time, uh, whatever time it is that you're listening to this. Um, have fun playing and... Cyberpunk if you're trying to play it. Have fun. Yeah, if, if you do, if you laugh. don't. That's fine too. We support you. Um, so we'll we'll see ya. We'll see ya. We'll see ya around Night City. Tweet us what your glitches for Cyberpunk. Oh, tweet. Oh, yes, yes. Do yes. that. Honestly, Bethesda apologist here. Love. I I love a glitch. <laughs> Please, I would want to see them. I want to. I want to see the screenshots, the videos. It's very funny to me. Um, it's it's both the. Um, Worst and best part of gaming. <laughs> They're funny. <laughs> so, Sometimes. Tweet them at NSR Shift Alt Q on Twitter, please. Yeah. Um, anyway, do do stuff and things and enjoy them and uh, celebrate. Have sex. Be a slut. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, we are pro slut here at shift alt q <laughs> unfortunately though like i mean it's covid time so i'm just saying that on a whim but oh, it is yeah, covid yeah. time so be, like don't be, really be a safe slut be a safe slut. andrea J- andrea you can cut this part yeah you can cut it <laughs> <laughs> anyway bye bye